program is rated TVMALV. It contains strong language, but it's intended only for mature audiences. Thank you for calling Ebonyology. Peace, love, and light to you all. Welcome to the latest episode of Ebonyology. As you guys may know, the latest episode of American Horror Story Season 12 has dropped. It is titled Rockabye. Okay, guys. I want to take back some of the things I said in the previous episode about episode one. And I also want to add to so so I'm going to take away and I'm going to add. Okay, let's talk about the takeaway. I want to take back what I said when I say American Horror Story normally gets good about three or four episodes in. That's when I become hooked. That's when I become engaged and I'm like, oh my God, I can't miss an episode. (sighs) Great job, you guys. It is only episode two and I am trying to pick apart this shit and figure out what the fuck because this episode gave me so many what the fuck moments. Okay, the reason, hence the reason you got that that warning in the beginning because this episode was pretty graphic. So I guess my review and my recap is going to be hella graphic as well. So... Episode two picks up where the police finally arrive. I don't know if you remember or if you saw. If not, go watch the last episode of American Horror Story. Likewise, more so cough, cough, plug. Go listen to my last recap. I'll tell you everything that happened and everything that I think is going to happen in this season. But the last episode, we left off. Emma Roberts, who plays a character, and her name is Anna Victoria. She's a A-list celebrity, and she is just at the peak of her career. And just at the peak of her career, she decides that she wants to go get IVF. So she's going to get IVF. I believe she just had her transplant. She's taken all these meds and everything else like that. And this is when shit starts to happen. So episode two opens up after Anna Victoria Alcott finally has one of her first of many episodes. She's asleep when she wakes up. It's a strange, dark, hooded figure sleeping next to her in the bed. The figure sees her looking at her. He's looking at her. She's looking at him. It's looking at her. She's looking at it. And both of them finally, you know, one of them decide to bust a move and it's the scary dark figure. And when the scary dark figure busts a move, it turns out while this entity, this spirit is running, it's an actual person. And it has the soft feminine features of a female, meaning it's hooded, it's clothed from head to toe. But in the midst of this thing running out of her room, running out of her bed, 
the cloak, the robe comes up a little and you see the hand with the nail polish, you know, you see it, you just see the stature of this. Now, granted, this is American Horror Story, baby. We don't know who that could be. <laughs> okay. We could get the shock of our lives and be like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming. But this is where episode two picks up. She calls the police. The police finally get there and the police are questioning her and they're asking her, they're like, okay, ma'am, like, what the fuck? What, what, what did you think that you saw? What, what did you think was going on? She tells them what exactly what I just told you, told you I was asleep in the bed. I woke up. It was a motherfucker right next to me. It was black. It was dark. It was hooded. It was clothed from head to toe. It was looking at me, looking at it. It decided to bust a move and start running, so I chased after it. I couldn't keep up, so I called y'all because that's what y'all for. That's what she told them. And they looked at her like, they looked around, started doing their whole police analysis of the situation, and, and, and both of them looked at each other and telepathically said, I smell bullshit. You can see it in their eyes. That's what they communicated across each other. So the police officers looked at the husband and they were like, well, you know, Dex, what did you see? Or, you know, what happened? What happened? Her boyfriend, fiance, I'm sorry, her, her fiance, her husband's version of what happened was he got up in the middle of the night he forgot to let their dog out he went to let their dog out when he let their dog out he noticed that he didn't have any food or something shit like that so he decided at 11 something at night that he was gonna go get the dog some food he left he came back but he came back for, I forgot what reason he gave. He came back for whatever reason, like he forgot his hat, something crazy like that. So he decided to put on his wife's like beanie hat or whatever, which kind of resembled the cloaked figure in the dark silhouette. Okay. You you can tell by that, okay, that it, that it's just not given to me. I'm just like, okay, I see right through this bullshit. I see right through this C-O-N-spiracy, but go ahead. I'm listening. And he came back, windows and stuff was busted. He saw in the mirror that some shit said, don't do it, Anna. Immediately, the the police officers dismiss Anna's claims Everybody throughout this episode and even in the last episode is trying to make it seem like whatever drug she is on for this for this IVF is fucking her up. It's making her hallucinate. It's making her see things that she's not seeing. So with that being said, this season of American Horror Story, again, I could be wrong. I love to be wrong. Prove me wrong. Is giving the last season, which was NYC. Okay, so remember in NYC when the monster, the demon, the culprit, the villain in NYC was who? Big Daddy. 
But in reality, after all the episodes had played out and we got towards the end, we find out that Big Daddy is not a person. Big Daddy is not an entity. Big Daddy is, in fact, a disease. HIV, AIDS. And he was a metaphor for the antagonist in in season 11 he was he was he was the metaphor for that but like he was psychologically you know like he was it's like he wasn't an actual person he wasn't an actual demon he wasn't an actual entity this is an actual monster of a disease that had plagued the early 80s like yikes more specifically in the black community specifically in the LGBT community, they had the largest impact and it was scary back in those days because there wasn't a lot of information out on it, you know? Oh, it was scary. It was heartbreaking. And if you watch NYC, yikes. I say that to say this, guys. What if American Horror Story is no longer going off our taboo um, wives tale, you know, the things that make us go bump in the night? What if they're starting on like the seven deadly sins and making that a theme of every show? So correct me if I'm wrong. Last season would have been lust. That is one of the seven deadly sins, right? So this season, wouldn't that be this season? Wouldn't it be like fame? Or something like that. Fame, greed, something like that. I'm not a heathen, so I'm going to have to go research the seven deadly sins. As a matter of fact, I have my laptop right here. Let me pull up what the seven deadly sins are. Seven deadly sins, also known as the capital vices or cardinal sins, is a grouping of, is a grouping and classification of vices within Christian teachings. According to the standard list, they are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. Could this be greed? Could this one represent greed? I'm just going out there on a limb. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Because, um, again, we all know that fame comes at a price. But what price? Also, this episode is giving me Rosemary's Baby. This episode is giving me the generational curse of rosemary and her baby like this was her granddaughter her grandchildren or something like that because if you guys are old scary movie old horror film fanatics like i am go watch rosemary's baby i don't know where you can find it google it i don't know but rosemary's baby y'all in the movie Rosemary's Baby, basically what happens is this chick marries this man of certain stature. They move into this apartment building, but what they don't know is, or I should say what the wife don't know is, it's like, 
it's about to go down. It's like, and her husband is in on it too. You dig? Okay. So he done brought this whole baby, this whole lady in there, wifed her up, got her pregnant. As soon as the lady started getting pregnant, shit started having just creepy shit. Long story short, I think the devil, it wasn't the, it wasn't the husband's baby. It was the devil's baby and the people who were living in this apartment complex who work with her husband, including her husband, all I'm wearing on it, all I'm wearing on it and having Rosemary had a devil's baby. Go watch the movie. Don't take my word for it. Don't go watch the movie. But check out American Horror Story, okay? So this A-list celebrity who is married to this man of some kind of status, she's starting to go get IVF. Okay. She's starting to get IVF and immediately after she start getting IVF, she start hallucinating just like her grandma Rosemary. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, allegedly. Don't mind me. There are a couple of other things in this episode that were just like creepy, which just stuck out like a sore nail. But I really want you to go back and watch it. The only other thing that I can think of that creeps me out the absolute most about this episode is this. We get a lot more camera time from Miss Kim Kardashian, okay? And Miss Kim Kardashian, baby, she is cutthroat, okay? Why do I have a feeling that the speech that she gave to Anna was the speech that her mother gave to her and possibly the speech she had delivered to her sisters at one point in time. The character Emma Roberts is playing is going through some shit, okay? She hallucinating. She goes to win this award, right? At the award ceremony, the bitch trips out, bruh. The bitch trips out. And how ironic is it that Kim Kardashian, her handler... Her publicist, her manager, her best friend is right there to watch it all play out and cover it up. It was just a lot. It was a lot to take in, y'all. Can we talk about how the character Anna in this whole thing, why do I get the image that, why do I get the small feeling that this took some inspiration from Kim Kardashian's actual life? Here's why I say that. Is it any coincidence that the A-list celebrity who is the main character who is going through IVF and everything, did Kim go through IVF? I could have swore she did that too. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. But is it any coinky ding that Anna gets to wear the same dress Madonna wore to the Oscars in like 97? Hmm. Anna who is the new hottest thing, gets to wear the dress of the once hottest thing back then. Is that just such a coincidence? I don't know. Or or or, or what about the coincidence of Kim Kardashian giving her some pills, and she says they're B12 pills, but on everything I love, they look like the same pills from American Horror Story, double featured, the ones that turned everybody into demons. They look like the pills that they was trying, the quote unquote vitamins, birth control, 
what do you call them damn pills? Prenatal pills. They look like the prenatal pills that they was trying to give um, Rosemary and Rosemary's baby and stuff like that. So you and I know that it was some crazy ass vial and it was full of blood. She told this girl, here, these are B12. And I asked her, you know, is this good for pregnancy? She's like, yeah, of course. Hmm. And is it any coincidence that after all the most intense scenes ever, ever, why are they playing commercials or promotions for Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but specifically the episodes that Kim and Courtney are going through differences and Courtney tells Kim she hates her. Not only does she hate her, she thinks she's a witch and she does and she just doesn't like her. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all want to play off my fear, y'all did it. Okay, because um you know the conspiracy theorist in me is like, bruh. I have been saying this my I have been saying this the entire time, y'all. The entire time. <laughs> I feel like the meme to this day. To this day. But anyway, Emma Roberts' character goes up to there to accept an award. The girl starts hallucinating. The girl starts tripping. She starts seeing her husband's ex-fiance, the dead one that she can't get over, kissing him in the audience. She was like, when I tell you friends, family, loved ones, it is creepy. She... She had a fan come up to her in the bathroom and the girl started throwing up in the bathroom. The fan came to like comfort her, but she put her hand on her stomach. Emma Roberts pushed her off. The crazy lady fell back, cracked her head and was and was bleeding all over the ground. While Emma Roberts went to accept the award. <sighs> As she's up there accepting the award, she starts hallucinating again, throws up, passes out. What? And everybody just sitting there watching her. We also get a backstory on the character Preacher. Um, I'm quite sure that Preacher is not this person's actual name. However, this is what they display every single time we encounter them. They have a shirt, something like that, that has the word preacher on it. And they're de they're dressed like some old Victorian creepy ass monk, <laughs> like some kind of creepy ass monk. But apparently preacher was at the taping of the Andy Cohen show that Anna was on and she was the one that was in the audience that threw her off track that made Andy, you know, notice and be like, hey, you all right? You good? You got this? All right. We also encountered um, Preach or Preacher when Anna first went to her IVF appointment, her first one. No, it was the second one. And she met her actually there. You hear the receptionist tell her, you know, you can't be back here. So, everybody's saying that she's not stalking Anna, but it seems like she is. Every single time she comes in contact with her, she's telling her some creepy like, hey, you're the one. Hey, I know you. Well, 
Anna decided to take some pictures with her team, her PR team, and, you know, post the hashtag on Instagram. Oh, Oscar ready or whatever. Preach comments below. Don't do it, Anna. And because, you know, Anna is a whole last woman. She has she has the whole FBI in her index finger. She clicked on preacher's website excuse me preacher's username likewise that brought her to a whole bunch of different things it brought her into some articles that suggested with uh, witchcraft it brought her to some articles suggesting that there was a super breed of human beings being cloned in Hollyweird. it also talked about celtic ruins just a lot of witchcraft so it makes me look and go hmm that's interesting how's all this gonna play into the season but i digress when she comes to she is in the hospital Kim tells this young lady, look, I understand that you're having a moment. You freaking out about this one chick that's uh that's walking around and you say she's stalking you. But I promise you, she ain't nothing that you need to be worried about. She told she told Emma Roberts character, do you know how much dick we out here sucking to get you an Oscar? <laughs> Can I tell you for the people that be like, they put it and they put it in plain sight. They're putting it in our face. <sighs> she just said what she said. Okay, bitch, she said what she said. This is proof. You know what? Let me not be like that. Let me not go off on a tangent and be like, see, I told you. Believe the Illuminati, Hollyweird, stuff like that. But like you knew that it was a cast and see and you already knew it was about who you know and who you blow in Hollywood that gets you these Oscars, which is the reason why so many artists, actors, actresses, they be tweeting out the weirder shit like they pay for that. You know, it's crazy. Lastly, I want to talk about it is the goriest part of this entire thing, okay? When Emma Roberts finally wakes up in a hospital, she wakes up in a hospital room, this chick comes in and she keeps asking this chick, she's like, don't I know you from somewhere? She's like, no. She's like, nah, bruh. I seen you somewhere before. I know I'm all dizzy and shit, but I didn't seen you somewhere before. And you know, from the outside looking in, I'm like, no, bitch, we seen her. That's the bitch that didn't had the the all black wig and the glasses on, smoking a cigarette and shit like that, all stalking you and stuff like that. That's her. I ain't saying. I'm just saying she looked just like her. So anyway, this chick who claims to be the nurse tells Emma Roberts, okay, I'm going to examine you with your permission, of course. And Emma Roberts decides, of course, please tell me what's going on. What's happening? The chick who is posing as a nurse goes to quote unquote check her. And let's just say, ladies and gents, without getting too graphic, I don't I don't think she 
she wasn't checking her y'all she 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 wasn't checking her she wasn't she she wasn't checking her at all okay so let's just say by the time emma roberts got done with the checkup the quote-unquote ultrasound pap smear that this said quote-unquote nurse that we ain't never seen before by the time she got done Emma Roberts was in worse shape than when she originally went in. She was she's in way worse shape than when she originally started. There's blood everywhere, you guys. Just leaking everywhere. This poor, poor character. <sighs> Anna Victoria Alcott is crawling, crawling down from the hospital bed to the restroom. And she uses the restroom. There's blood everywhere. And when she gets up, she sees what are the remains of her IVF. I'll say it like that. She sees the remains of that. It cuts to commercial. After it cuts to commercial. She wakes up again magically. And. She, I don't know if she wakes up. Or if they're just fast forward into this. And. The actual doctor and the actual nurse are in the hospital room and they're trying to talk to her as delicately as possible, as so as somber as possible. And Emma Roberts, Anna, she just tells them, she's like, I know, I lost a baby. I, I, I know, I miscarried the baby, I know, I know, and everybody's trying to comfort her and everything else like that, and she's like, no, I already knew, she was trying to figure out the sex of the baby, she, they wanted to check her to see if there were any more remains that were left because she could get sick and get septic from things of that nature. So he requested another ultrasound. Anna says, what are you talking about? I had an ultrasound when I got, first got here. What are you talking about? He's like, no, your doctor says that your last ultrasound was, you know, whenever her visit with him was. She said, no, when I got here, Dr. Ivy, excuse me, Nurse Ivy gave me an ultrasound. She described this woman to the team. She also let him know that after she got done, there was blood everywhere. So that's why she said she was going to get an actual doctor's opinion because this doesn't look really good. The doctor looks at his nurse, looks at the husband, looks at both of them and says, there is no nurse Ivy that works here. We are a small hospital in a very small town with very few doctors and nurses. None of them 
are the person you described. None of them are named Ivy. And on that note, you mother effers got me hooked. Shit, you damn right I'm finna be watching episode three. Who the hell is who the hell is Nurse Ivy? Is this all going on in her head? Is this all some is this all the repercussions of some good ass drugs? Is all of this a dream? Is this whole thing a dream? And is Anna Victoria is she just a freaking normal person who's sitting here watching a TV show like growing up with the Kardashians and this shit is what's actually happening in there, but she thinking this shit going on in her head. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm here for it and I'm down to find out. What do you think is going to happen next week, y'all? Tell me your predictions for next week in the comments. Leave me a message. Until next week. <laughs> Have a spectacular evening, everyone. <laughs> Peace. Thank you for calling Ebony Allergy.